0: McDowell Specialty Repair, Suzy Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle & Cook Mortgage, LLC, and Rio Body Center. And now, here's your host, Skip Hall.
1: Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today we're going to continue our discussion with Joan and Mark Endicott, who were on last week. And if you missed it, well, you probably want to go back and, uh, and, uh, and hear the podcast. And uh, you can do that easily by going to 941thevoice.com slash life. But Joan, uh, again, thank you for being our guest and uh, having your special guest along as well. <laughs> My and, pleasure. And just a little bit about Joan. Of course, she's a speaker and, and a coach. and. And uh, author, and you know, everything actually. She's got a book out called uh, I Get To, and you can order that book. Uh, We'll talk about that maybe at the end of the show how you can get a copy of that. But uh, we're delighted to have you back on Game Plan thank for Life. Thank you
0: so much. Always such a pleasure to be here, Skip. Thank you.
1: You bet. Well, and Mark, thank you again for showing up. <laughs> thank you. That's appreciate a, that's appreciate the first being here. Thing we got to do is show up. Right. <laughs> that's right.
0: And I'm just going to share with those who don't know about this gentleman sitting next to me. He is uh, he was a teacher and coach for 33 years. And in January, just this last January of 2023, he was honored by being inducted into the Middleton High School Hall of Fame where he was an MVP student, athlete, and award-winning coach, and he's been my MBP since we met in college at Multnomah Bible School in Portland. We've been married for forty-two years. Thank you for coming, honey. <laughs>
2: Skip, there's there's that cheerleader again. She, you know, and everybody needs a cheerleader. They do. And I, in fact, I think your wife was actually a cheerleader. Was she? Well, she, in many
1: ways, yes. <laughs> she, uh, you know, endured thirty some years of coaching, and she actually became the national president. Listen to this: the national president of the football coaches wives association wow. that's amazing over the whole country so i used to tell people i live with a big wig <laughs>
0: <laughs> love it that's but
1: uh, no we need those those uh, cheerleaders the encouragers that keep us uh, keep us grounded and and in many ways they're our best advisors absolutely you know you they it. really have have mm-hmm. a perspective that uh, that they can help us with
0: and especially if you're married you want that relationship to be that that person is your best friend right and that's a huge a huge key um you know we'll talk about that today but um I love Billy Graham's quote where he says, Courage is contagious. When a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others are often stiffened. And in marriage, um, it really is about helping each other be the best that God created us to be. So
1: true. So mm-hmm. true. So, there comes that oneness that yes, he talks about. Right, right. Yeah. Following in, in the same direction, you know. Knowing where you're headed and working at it together. Right. Well, today, kind of, we're going to start off with uh, "I get to" again. Be faithful to you. Mm -hmm. So, Joan, uh, why don't you take it and uh, get run with it, and then we'll get (coughs) Mark in here.
0: Absolutely. So, um, this what we're going to talk today about is my chapter thirteen in my book. I get to and uh skip referred to that but you also can get a free download of the ebook just by going to joanendicott.com and if you want to purchase the physical book it's on amazon but this chapter 13 has been one of my favorite and one that I have gotten so much positive feedback on for people personally. But, you know, one of the the first things I talk about in it is how the myth of the greener grass, um, you know, the grass is greener on the other side of the fence. But the reality is the grass is greenest where it's taken care of, where it's watered, mowed and fertilized regularly, which Goes back to what you were saying about, you know, being on the same path, going the same direction, not, not drifting toward isolation. But that takes effort and work. That mm-hmm. takes putting in healthy boundaries. That takes really working at it because it doesn't happen naturally. And uh, like we talked about on the last show, people being married 42 years, people's first question is, what's the secret? How does that happen? Well, putting the Lord as putting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior is first. And then, you know, working with each other to the same goal and the same, you know, direction and the same mission in life. But um, going back to uh, the year 2000, Mark and I had been married a mere 20 years at that point (laughs) seemed like a lot until now it's 42
1: it's doubled Uh,
0: yeah over the over that but um we'd been married 20 years and there was this three-year period that we were in the midst of where there were numerous couples that we knew from church a lot of them from church uh, uh, most of them were christians and they were experiencing varying degrees of difficulties in their marriages, from separation to abandonment, divorce issues, many of which were rooted in all kinds of addictions from pornography to drugs, you name it, we saw it. And it, it felt like there was one wave right after another. It was like, We'd hear of one couple that was having major issues. And so, and then it was like we weren't even kind of processing that or out of the shock of that. And we'd hear about another one. And it, it was just so much. And I will say that for me, growing up in a very insecure home, uh, an unsafe home uh, where my parents' marriage was not good. I immediately would also think about the kids because mm-hmm. they didn't have a choice in this. The adults were making a decision. And, right. and I will say, not just, not both of them necessarily, mm-hmm. because this was blindsiding to many, uh, you know, if it was the husband making a, a choice to get out or the, the wife, mm-hmm. then the other one could be just left in, in a heap because right. they didn't know and so, but it was just so, so difficult and so heartbreaking to see these lives being just torn apart. And so in the midst of this, uh, one day Mark and I were corresponding through email and I, you know, told him about another couple that uh, I just was thinking about the kids and I'm like, this is just unbelievable and so devastating mm-hmm. and in my email he could hear my discouragement and um i just was like what can we do and you know mark uh being the man of integrity the man of the bible that he is a man of faith he and our pastor went and visited with you know at least one of these men in this process really challenging them to look at what the bible says about faithfulness and taking care of his wife and kids and and it was like, you know, it felt like no matter what we did, the encouragement we offered, the, the coaching, counseling we offered, it was just still going to happen. And so he sent back that day uh, a very reassuring email, as he always does, and said, you know, I'm sorry, I know this is hard to watch this, and we can only do what we can do, and we can't change it for them. We just get to be, you know, the vessels that he's called us to be. But he signed it in a way he hadn't before. Um, And I can say there's never been an issue of being concerned about his faithfulness. But he signed this email, faithful to you, Mark. Uh (laughs) Faithful to you, Mark. And I looked at that and I just began weeping. And I, I didn't even know why. I didn't even know what, what, why was that so impactful to me? But we need that reassurance yep. of each other's faithfulness, yep. and we need to uh, know that we are. In other words, that person only has eyes for me. Mm-hmm. I only have eyes for them. That song. Um, we need to know that. And even if we know that, we need reassurance. It's like, I may know my husband loves me, but I want to hear it every day. Mm. He knows I love him, but he wants to hear it. it. It's not a question of it not, well, is that, you know, is it true? Is, is he there? Is he, does he love me? But we just want to hear it. And so as I sat there and I'm just like, wow, I just can't even believe how that impacted me. And so I just started sharing that with other people. And I and I thought, you know, what if we looked at this more positively? Because I hear people go, yeah, the the wife or I mean, they say things that are kind of not sound loving or respectful of their mate. And yeah, the wife, I guess I'm stuck with her, even if they're trying to be funny. That is not funny, especially because as we talked about on the other show, we all have insecurities and we want to know, we want to have that security, that to be a stable, committed relationship where we know that that person is faithful Mm -hmm. to us in all ways. And so here's my challenge to all of you. Look at your spouse, your mate, and, and, remind yourself that you get to be to say i get to be faithful to them I am so blessed that I have them. Mm-hmm. And guess what folks, if you don't feel that way, say it anyway and ask the Lord to put his super on your natural and give you a renewed love, a renewed commitment, a renewed view of that person mm-hmm. and just begin to be curious about who they are, what makes them tick. You know, do the little things that you did when you were dating, when you were courting and and rekindle what may feel like it's a flame that's gone out, and then maybe it's just a, a barely burning coal there. When I was building a fire last night in the family room, I was thinking about that. I'm like, I, if, I, if I blow on that and I rekindle that flame, and I'm like, that is what we get to do every day, every day. all the time yep. in marriage.
1: Yep. Yep. But it's huge. Yeah, it is huge, Joan. And those are such good words. Um, Mark, what would you add to that?
2: Well, I, I, when I received um, her communication back when I had written Faithful to You, I didn't realize how powerful what that impact was. that was, yeah. And it just speaks to the fact that our words are very powerful. Mm-hmm. And like you guys just alluded to, the continuing reassurance, reassurance. You know, you look at faithfulness um, and really how do we stay faithful us only through God's power, through the Holy Spirit. Right. The very fact of you know faithfulness, by definition, really is just like love. What is love? Well, love is God. What is faithfulness? It's God. Right. I mean, that's where we look to for the definition of, of being faithful, because He is. That's His essence. That's His yeah. being. Yeah. And that's what He's called us to. And we can do it. Through the help of the Holy Spirit. Yeah,
1: yeah. If we aim for the heart, we aim for the heart every day. And that reassurance is so important.
0: And I want to just mention also that um, I have met and coached even, well, I've met or heard thousands of people's story of regret, Mm -hmm. of having not had healthy boundaries, of having lowered their standards even briefly uh, because it was a very slippery slope, they began started down, um, or it was one thing they did, but it had lasting consequences for uh, their hurting the the people they loved the most, mm-hmm. and so. You know, if your marriage is important to you, which it should be, and if it's not, if it's not as important as you feel like it should be, that's another reason to be on your knees all the time to say, Lord, please renew my commitment and get resources. Get, you know, go to marriage conferences, get books from, you know, really quality Christian authors who, you know, there's ones about praying for your mate, there's ones about, you know, how to resolve conflicts in marriage. I mean, it, it's really the the simple things, the simple acts of love. Whether it's you know getting some, you're made a cup of coffee, or you know, it's not the big things, right? But it's where is your mind and your emotions at? Exactly. And I um I can just say, you know, sadly from personal experience, when my mom was ill with Lou Gehrig's disease she started watching soap operas Mm. because she there was you know she just kind of shut down before physically she shut down and she began filling her mind with things that were unhealthy Mm. and so she started you know fantasizing about things that were not real life and so she was unfaithful to my dad emotionally Mm. And it was heartbreaking. It was just so devastating for him, for the rest of the family. And and before she physically died, she actually just closed us all off. And so I say that because I I, I just want to challenge each of you, especially with this horrible, you know, addiction to our phones, to social media. There are, you know always going to be billboards whether it's on your phone your computer or a physical billboard there's always going to be things that are distracting you from a faithful relationship with god which you know then gives you the foundation of a faithful relationship with your mate um and you get to you get to put up healthy boundaries and you get to put up in things that are safety measures if you will to make sure you have the best commitment to the one that god has given you and again if if you're not married yet your future spouse everything you're doing now is deciding to be faithful to your future spouse
1: yeah and you know this this is an inside job it 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 comes from the heart absolutely yeah i mean we can do some things on the outside which seemingly to others look pretty good but it's an inside job, and I always talk to people about that. You know, motivation is an inside job, mm-hmm. and um, this this is no different.
0: Well, the verse that says to guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus—that's right. all inside. That's your men- your mental, your emotional, yep. your heart. Where is my heart? Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Mark, anything to add there? <clears throat>
2: well, I just uh, was just thinking of of God's wonderful love and mercy. And, and it says in Lamentations three twenty two and 23, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the thing to go back on is to, even if you've blown it, mm-hmm. is yeah. to throw yourself on the mercy of the Lord. He is merciful and he can renew anything in the past. He
0: can make it new
2: again.
1: And He never gives up on us. Never gives up.
0: Amen. Absolutely. I I love the fact that it's too late or you're too old or you're too young. Any of those things, they're not in the Bible. (laughs) And the Lord never says that to us at all. Never. And that's one of my favorite verses. His mercies are new every morning. And, you know, like we talked about on the other show about grace being such an important component. Yes. um, Giving our mate the grace, the space, and the place to, you know, share with us, but also to be human and to be forgiving. And, um, you know, like I tell people, 42 years of marriage, certainly it means we've been committed. It doesn't mean we haven't had struggles, no, you know, right. and I think that's some misconception people have is like, just because you have struggles doesn't mean you can't have a healthy marriage. Right. And we have friends who will say, oh, we never argue. And I'm like, if y'all are looking for somebody <laughs> like that, we're not the couple to speak right. at your conference because we are, we do argue. We disagree. We're very different personality-wise. Yep. Yep. and But that was one of the things, obviously, that drew us to each other is right. because we're drawn to... Uh, you know, I was drawn to strengths. He had abilities. He had just who he was as a person, very different than me. He grew up as an athlete. I grew up in music and more drama kind of mm-hmm. things. But we get to, you know, continue to appreciate those things that were that drew us first to each other initially as yeah. well.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. the Lord uh, purposely puts people together that have differences because it's His plan. To for us to become one, and it's a great way to grow, especially with his design.
1: Yeah, and those are building blocks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even though we're different, we have different opinions or different thoughts and ideas, but we're united in the same direction. Right. And that's the key. When we're united and pursuing and going in the same direction. Why that's that's what it's all about. Joan, there's a quote here from Martin Luther King Jr. you want you oh, share. Oh, absolutely.
0: That? I love that. And actually this is you know, Mark asked me, you know, you you've done this a lot. Why does it matter to you if I come and do this with you and all that and I'm like because the world needs to know Mark Endicott's values and mm-hmm. his integrity because men are encouraged by other men men are challenged by other men and uh i love this what martin luther king jr said the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy and i can tell you that my dear husband is um has the Highest of integrity, and that was actually one of the one of the things I was so drawn to him for. I mean, besides he was good looking, and in addition to that, <laughs> um, the the real meat of who he is is it was his great integrity and never wanting to do anything that w- was ever even a question of whether that was what God would yeah. want him to do or not, yeah. and. I'll tell you that um, that was huge for me just in meeting him and dating and our engagement. But it became even more uh, clear to me why it was so important as we were married for, for years. Because I knew that what he said, I could trust. Mm-hmm. I So faithfulness is is trustworthiness there's a lot of things that go under the faithful umbrella i we need to know we can trust our mate in everything and every way um and and know that they're going to do the right thing regardless of you know the temptation i mean you know a, a good example of faithfulness is is joseph and how even though he was put in places of compromise, he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. He did not want to sin against God or against his employer. And when um, he was tempted by Potiphar's wife, he f- it says he fled to the point that he left his cloak in her right, hands. Right. And that's such a, I mean, that's another one of those tools of, do I have a plan? if there is if and when there is temptation what will i do Mm -hmm. um another thing that is just a, a i mean i just so have appreciated this because our kids our grandkids uh will see it at some point if if we're watching tv for an example for example and and a commercial comes on for victoria's secret i'll just use that which by the way there's no secret victoria um, mm-hmm. uh, he will close his eyes or he will bounce his eyes. Like he is so committed to not being uh, tempted right. that even if it's questionable, men, you want to make sure and just, Detour, like run, flee as Joseph did in the opposite direction as quickly as possible. You don't sit there and reason it. You don't sit there and think about it, go, well, maybe this really, you know, nope. You immediately, you have a plan and you move and you immediately do that plan of action. Um, A quick example of that, because it was so perfect. I was walking in the mall. This was years ago. And there was a little five-year-old, probably about five, five or six-year-old girl with her daddy, and I all I heard, I heard them before I saw them, and then they, there was a little toddler boy with them, and all I heard was, don't look, Daddy, or Daddy, don't look. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, don't worry, baby, I won't. I only look at your mom like that. And they were walking by Victoria's Secret, which, you know, right. it's huge windows of women that have hardly anything on. And and I was like, wow, this little girl is already being taught at this age, A To help keep daddy accountable and to make sure, you know, just to, because maybe he wouldn't have seen it. He would have looked over and she's kind of warning him, if you will. But also she's being taught what, how a man should be Mm. faithful to their wife only. Right. Faithful to their family, to their daughters, to whomever, because men somebody's watching you even when you think they're not. They're watching you when you watch commercials, when you watch whatever. They're watching how you're watching that. Yeah. Or if you're saying, nope, not for me. Yeah. That is yeah. not, in yeah. it yet. that's none of my business.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, that kind of stuff is, is it's a discipline. It's a discipline and it's a faithfulness, it's a trust. And it's, it's much less than the pain of regret.
0: Such a good Pain point. Oh Pain of
1: regret is, oh, wow. is something you can't get over unless you go to the Lord and yes, and settle the matter right then and there. But yeah, yeah. And even
0: yeah. if you get over the regret, the consequences may still be lasting. Sure, there's obviously yeah, the
1: consequences can yeah. still be in play. So, Mark, as we close the show, we got about a minute left. What uh, what thoughts? Final thoughts? Do you have on this topic?
2: Well, th- I just uh, confer with everything as. Been said. I am so thankful that the Lord can give us the ability and the power. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we're all going to fail, right. and He gives us the mercy to and forgiveness. And He's the one we run to. Yeah. And just the the blessings of being faithful are so far in, to exceed. Uh, yeah. You know the. Yeah. Uh, so it's just just an amazing thing that the lord does
1: yeah 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 well once again joan and mark we're sure appreciative of you guys coming in and sharing your lives and and uh things that have happened to you guys and and uh, advice for others um joan anything from you the last uh, we got 30 seconds left
0: oh just to um put up some some healthy boundaries for yourself um make sure that you have safeguards up that you have accountability partners Mm -hmm. uh, because men need to be accountable to men women to women it's not healthy for it to be you know different than that yeah. and uh, again you know like Job 31 one said make a covenant with your eyes not to look lustfully at another woman and and just make that commitment and I say this for both because women obviously we all get to guard our heart and mind mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus and that's the key to whether it's faithfulness um, to the Lord to our spouse to our children our grandchildren to those around us being faithful to live out the wonderful purpose that God gives each of us. Yeah,
1: yeah, good, good way to end it. So, the courage to be faithful—that's the yeah. challenge that we all that we all have. So, again, we've been speaking with uh, Joan and Mark Endicott. We certainly appreciate them, what they do, and and God bless you guys and continue uh, to bless others as you've done to, done so well. So, thank you again.
0: Thank you so much. God bless you and all the listeners. Thank you, Skip. Game Plan for
2: Life is brought to you by the following sponsors: Christian Brothers Automotive, Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment; Domino's Pizza,
0: Diamond Heating and Cooling, Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust, and Zeroes Carpet Cleaning. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the game plan for life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.